Sharing with me, Tony, and her mom, Maria. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of Oversharing. I am Tawny. Hi, and I'm Maria. That is my mom. How's it going, Maria? Uh, I'm drained. Yeah, you have a long <laughs> week. It's been a very... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm drained. <laughs> Some weeks definitely hit you harder than others, that's for sure. This is work drained. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you're just so tired, but it's almost the weekend. You almost yep. made it through. Yeah. Before we dive into some really fun stuff that I want to talk about. I just wanted to say a quick congratulations to my cousin, Paul Francis. Yay! And his very soon-to-be bride, wife, <laughs> Taylor. Um, they're in Vegas getting married probably in a couple hours, I guess. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't be there with them. But we love them a bunch, yes. and we hope they're having a good time. Congratulations. Have a good time. I'll see you when you get back. Um, yeah. Drink water and take ibuprofen before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's always good advice. So I have come across a post on Instagram. Um, I found the queen of all feminists. You did what? I found the queen of all feminists. I found our leader, basically. Let me, let me see it. So this is what had happened. I mean, hear it. Okay. Here's the scenario. Man is 34, woman is 29, and they've been together for six years. Spiritually married for two years, but not legally married. Technically common law. They are both high earners. They make about $175,000 a piece after taxes, okay? So they do share a home, and all around, they split everything 50-50, completely down the middle. Um including their mortgage, all that shit. And they have independent, separate bank accounts, okay? He did pay for the ring. So they did a spiritual uh, wedding, I guess, is what he was saying. And he paid for both of their rings and her engagement ring, of course. Their finances are completely separate. Um, They were saving up to do some traveling. And then COVID pushed everything that aside. So since they weren't able to travel because of COVID, they saved a bunch of money. And they have made a decision that maybe it is time to have children instead of wait for COVID to let up and them travel more. So he, I don't consider this part as significant, but he came home from work one day and she was on the phone with her sister who she doesn't talk to often. And when she got off the phone with her sister, he asked, she asked him to meet her upstairs to chat. And she presented him with the fact that her job only provides 50% of her salary up to six months of maternity leave. And then the other six months would be unpaid. So between childbirth costs, hospital stays, and things that her insurance might not cover, she'd be out about $50,000. She doesn't think that that would be a true 50-50 split for them as a couple because she's taking a financial hit and he is not. So she had a list of financial expectations and she drafted a plan in the event that she needed the additional six months um, outside of what her company pays. So the first six months of her maternity leave, her work would pay. And then the second half, she said she'd be okay only take only losing half. 
So she wants him to basically compensate her of about $50,000 to carry the child. And she says, it's unlikely that I'll take the extra six months, but this is just a plan in case I do. And then she also had detailed notes about how housework would be split, childcare costs, college savings. He notes that it was a 16 page ring binder. And basically the synopsis is she wants between 50 and $100,000 to compensate for the loss of her salary for six to 12 months as a result of having their child. He finds the payment plan gross. Um, before I tell you what his thoughts on marriage are, I want to get some of your feedback about what she has done here. I think she's brilliant. <laughs> well, I've been through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone who made more money on the books. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So documented living in a state that uh, it's an alimony state. Um, so I was I was afraid and I had been threatened, but I think she's amazing. No, and I don't. This is his baby, too. Yes, it is. So if we do everything 50-50, it's 50-50. I don't see anything wrong with this plan. I think it was very well thought out. She even drafted up a what if, a maybe. Do you know what I mean? She's not even trying to take advantage. She's not saying, I think you should pay me X amount for carrying your child. And you know what? I'm definitely taking the extra year. She wants her career. That's important to her. And she said taking an additional six months could be detrimental to my career. So I want to get back you know, just as badly, but who knows her body, you know, who knows what she could go through after carrying a child. I actually, I don't want to use the word gross, but I find the fact that he's opposed or calling this payment plan gross offensive. Yeah. Offensive for her. Yeah. Because they do have such a good situation or setup that they plan together it seems like and he is like backing off on half of it yeah you know what i mean like this this was split down the center and first of all he even if he could have kids we wouldn't have a lot of kids if men were given birth (laughs) you know what i mean like he loses nothing right you know and i love how she added in the chores yeah. Because guess what? There's a lot of new added responsibilities when there's a baby. I say go girl. Exactly. So somebody commented and inquired about the marriage. You know, why are you guys not married? Like what's what's just just asking like what's the deal? So he says that he's actually more anti-marriage than she is. He doesn't like the institution behind it. But then he goes to say, I want it to be easy to walk away if any significant changes happen in the future. Bitch, where? So what are you saying? But what is what happens with the, the child? This is why her plans... This is why brilliant. she has a 16-page binder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because now at least she'll have that extra... Well, it's not even an extra 50 grand because, yeah, because she's, she's losing, losing it. That. She's and losing guess, you it. You know, and I don't mean... I, I mean, I pray she has a beautiful, healthy, amazing baby. But you never know what you can happen. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen with pregnancy. Yeah, that's a red flag right there. I mean, That's a red flag. The fact that he used the word gross. No, the fact that he said, I want to be free. Oh, oh, yeah. Work. Want it to be easier. Well, he said, things change, people change, people cheat, da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, I, I like his realism. Obviously, you know, people sh- more people should go into commitments realizing the probability of things changing. But um, I want to be able to walk away easily. But she's about to sacrifice her body and her mental health and her friendships, you know? 
Yeah, her energy. Her energy, her hair, like all that shit. Everything changes and it's just, whoo. Yeah. But anyway, the queen. <laughs> yeah. The queen. Ladies. Yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of protecting yourself. I'm a big I'm pro prenup, you know. <laughs> I would never be offended if someone wanted a prenup. <laughs> Even if they didn't have anything to start because you don't know what's gonna happen. I always kept my own bank account. Yeah. I mean you could win the lottery, you could come up with a great idea, you could start a business. I've never shared a bank account with a man. No. My ex tried. He tried some slick shit. He's like, you should put my name on your credit card, you know, just like to prove me to use it. Bitch. Where? <laughs> we'll go broke at Walmart. Stop playing. <laughs> Yo. Talk about that. There'd be times your dad would be like, Leah, we gotta get to Sam's. I gotta get some stuff. Right? And he gets like the big packs of towels and the new new lights for like his garage. Like these outdoor lights and these like oil rags and all this stuff uh -huh. right? get up to the register and he's like oh Mariah give me your card uh -huh. girl I never saw that much I was always just like getting bamboozled I never learned and it was probably my car we were driving the, the old I forgot my card move son of a son of a bitch yeah <laughs> that's why I gotta keep your shit separate gotta keep your <laughs> shit separate I mean you just have to protect yourself do you know what I mean I don't think it's offensive to a partner to say hey we might not be the same people in 10 years you know yeah um i think people take it as a stab at the love the love can't be that strong if you're already planning for the downfall but i just don't see it that way i don't know if it's because of what i've experienced and witnessed but i just wouldn't i don't know i don't think i'd be offended i think i'd be willing to share a bank account where we each put yeah. an equal amount of money in yeah. to cover our expenses, you know, and things like that. But always got to keep a little cushion for myself. You always have to have a plan. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's huge. Especially because, well, you know as well as I do, sometimes you can be in a situation where it seems like it's going to be one thing and then it turns into something completely different. And then you can end up stuck you know because things like you said where my dad would always be forgetting his card or he was a big like mostly used cash so if he didn't have cat yeah i'll get it to you when i get it to you type of deal um you know you don't in the beginning of the relationship that's not something you think is going to be happening to you no and when you go to dinner with him it's always to a place where they have alcohol yeah so you know that you know that tab and that dinner you're like Wait, I thought I was going to get a slice of pizza. This is $95. Like, and he's got a buzz on. <laughs> I got really, I my ex and I got into a fight one time. So we went out to eat. I think he went to get a haircut, which I probably paid for. Like, this is when he, he was probably still in house arrest, right? We're going, this is deep in the archives. Um, So we went to Applebee's, right? I remember it because we went to the one on, um, what's down in Fishtown? What's that main road? I can't think of it. Aramingo. Aramingo Ave, yeah. Um... <laughs> So we go. I'm paying for lunch. He fucking knows I'm paying for lunch because he doesn't have any fucking money. And it's the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. You know, like truly. And he orders like a $15 margarita. And I was so annoyed. And I obviously said something to him. And then he turned around and acted like I was such a naggy bitch. Like, what's the big deal? 
the big deal is like it's not your fucking money you know i'm fucking like <laughs> and he had no he didn't seem to see any reason why i would be upset because he it was more like oh you're gonna control what i drink bitch no that's but, the narcissist thinking but be listen. considerate yeah it's not so he, inconsiderate. You don't even have $15 for your own drink. Right. And you want to take an extra 15 And I'm buying you lunch, too? You don't even need no. a drink in the middle yeah. of your own house arrest. Like, what are we doing? Why, why are we at Applebee's? <laughs> Damn. Applebee's is delicious. Right, but he did he have a bracelet on? <laughs> yeah. He was allowed out during the day. Mm. Well, at one point he was, but then... That bougie white boy. Most people, yeah, he was allowed out during the day to go to Applebee's with his girl and drink with a bracelet on. Right. It's an anklet, first of all. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of assholes, um, <laughs> in the spirit of what a chaotic week you have, I don't want you to have to do too much thinking. <laughs> so what we're going to do is Thanks, I'm going to dive into some of the am i the asshole subreddit from reddit i love these and we're just gonna judge some people so everybody listening buckle up we're about to judge the hell out of some people um and let's see if they are assholes i have saved a couple of these so here's a good one we're gonna start am i the asshole for canceling a trip with my girlfriend to play a video game going into it what do you think those are <laughs> Just knowing the title, how do you feel? Could you repeat the repeat it, please? Am I the asshole for canceling a trip with my girlfriend to play a video game? <laughs> you you want to know about that? Yeah. What do you think? Like, I without think you're an it? asshole. <laughs> okay, let's find out. My girlfriend, twenty four, and I, twenty five, had plans to take a weekend trip to Los Angeles, but I canceled it because I wanted to play a video game. My girlfriend and I planned this trip about a month ago. There is this game called Victoria 3, the third one, that I have been waiting for 12 years to come out, and it's going to be coming out on October 25th. My mom is shaking. <laughs> Sorry. That was my leg, yeah. I know, you're so mad. I bought the game on the weekday. Oh, wait. I bought the expensive pre-order and everything. I work on the weekdays, so I can't play the game during the weekdays. The release date was revealed a few weeks ago, and I just realized today it was on the week the game comes out. So if I went on the trip with my girlfriend, I wouldn't be able to play the game. I am tired of waiting for this game, so I canceled the trip and told her I'm going to stay home to play the game. I've waited 12 years to play. We didn't buy hotels yet, so it was a very easy thing to cancel. When I told my girlfriend about this, she was upset. But when I told her the reason, she cried. She called me an asshole and an addict, even though I only play like four hours of this game a week. I told her we can go the week after, but she told me to fuck off. Am I the asshole for this? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Can't you just play the video game the following? Like, I guess maybe I'm being unfair. I just can't think of anything that I love so much. You know, I. You got anything? Yes. What? He's an asshole. No, is there anything that you love so much Absolutely that you'd be not. willing I to. I wouldn't be willing to hurt somebody's feelings like that. Risk your relationship Absolutely like not. that. Absolutely not. A video game? And if I was, I, you're being a, you're, you're a dickhead. A video Let, game? You just moved past asshole. Victoria 3? No. I you can't? could have waited till Monday. 
I can't get on board with that. Stay up an extra hour late or something. Can't you work it into your schedule a little bit? You have to block out a whole weekend of time. Hmm. Hmm. So let's look at it this way. Let's say they're, they're very young too. Okay. But let's say that that is truly the only flaw, right? This is a guy who is just the great boyfriend. He just shows up. He's your friend. He's supportive. You guys vibe the fuck out, but he does this. Where does that put you emotionally? What do you think? At what age? Um, How old is she? Well, they're they're in their twenties. They're in their early twenties. Uh, in my early twenties, I would have I would have went along with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, do you as an outsider? Do you really think like saying that he's great in every other aspect? Then, but this happens. Do you consider that a red flag? Do you no, think that's a deal breaker, or do you think that's like a that's really fucking annoying? But we could move on. I feel like it's the third one. That's really fucking annoying, but we can move. Yeah, on. Yeah, I think so. I do, especially yeah. being that young. But I absolutely understand why she's upset. And she I did. do think he's the asshole. And and she cried because she feels like she's competing with a video game. And losing. And the same way I felt like I was competing. And I'd said it some... What were I, you competing with? A bar stool. Yeah. Okay, I know. <laughs> yeah, a bar stool. Mm -hmm. I was competing with a couple things, too. I hear you. Yeah. Mm. Here's a good one. Ready? <laughs> Am I the asshole for buying personalized cakes just randomly? Without any more information, what do you think? Does this person sound like an asshole? No. <laughs> okay, let's go. Secondary account since my cousin follows my main. Basically, the issue is the title. I have had a habit since I turned 18 and got away from the adults in my childhood family to buy celebration cakes at random. Random Tuesday and I've had a hard week already? Head to the bakery and order a cake for pickup Saturday morning. It normally gives me something to look forward to at the weekend. My kid had a crappy day at school. Go to the bakery and grab some individual bunk cakes to eat that evening. I just feel like I want a cake. I grab one. Since I've had kids, I haven't stopped doing it. My cousin is telling me I'm an asshole for doing it because it ruins the specialness of birthday cakes. I don't see it as that. I see it as, this sim as some silly little thing my family now loves. My husband doesn't buy me flowers. If he knows I'm having a bad flare-up for my autoimmune disease, he'll grab a cake. I've been bedridden this whole week after a flare, so he's currently bringing a cookie cake home. Biggest issue is my cousin is now telling my oldest, 10, girl, that I don't care about her birthday or special events because I get cake for any random reason. So there's nothing special for her special days. <laughs> oh, you want to want to know? I'm just looking at me. Yeah, I want to know. I think, That's how it works. We're having a conversation. I think she needs to set some boundaries with her sister. What does she need to tell her sister to do? She needs to tell her sister, one... All cakes are special. Girl. First of all, that that... all cakes are special for any, anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't Speak matter. Okay. That's one. Uh -huh. Two, how dare you say that to my child? That's a big one. Stay in your fucking lane. People are always in the wrong lane. People so... are in the wrong lane a lot with your, with my... Not my brother. Your brother. <laughs> I always had to get tell people to stay in their lane. Oh, I bet. People He's love... He's my bad kid. You leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> people love to give unsolicited advice, right? And they especially love to give mothers unsolicited advice. I... Especially people who didn't have children. Oh, yeah. If I will only if my friends ask me questions. Other than that, like, oh, that's nice. They're like, oh. oh. you have a lot more advice 
up for mothers than most people. And I do have friends that ask me my opinion on a lot of things. You do but if a I had a friend job. that was telling me that they do something that's like not my vibe at all, I wouldn't say shit. Like there's things that I'm not into, you know, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't like I don't care. Right. I don't care what you do. That's your kid. That's your fucking Well, kid. I wouldn't let them beat them. Yeah, you gotta draw the line somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But so the number one response to this was great. This got a lot of action. It says I am a hundred percent serious about this. Tomorrow, call the bakery and order a cake that says <laughs> NTA on it for not the asshole. Take a picture of it, print it, and put it on your bathroom mirror, on your fridge, or somewhere where you can enjoy it for a while after the cake is gone. And the next time your cousin is having a terrible week, order a cake that says, cakes aren't just for birthdays. Cheer up on it and drop it by. Kill him with kindness and cake, I say. Your cousin is a moron, but of course don't tell your kids this. I, I thought like, that was I such like a cool response. response. You're right, though. Cake is special. Why isn't it? I I always... If I remember, I was always baking cakes, and your cousins always loved the fact that they could stop by my house and they would always get a piece of cake. Always be a cake. I know, that's true. There's another one about a birthday. Something I find... We'll talk about it after, because there's something I find interesting about birthdays. I but like this birthdays. says, Oh, we do love a good birthday. I like birthdays. Am I the asshole for leaving my birthday dinner early? I, 25-year-old male, turned 25 this past Monday. To celebrate, I plan to have dinner with my family and then go out to the bar with my friends. My dad loves to cook, so I asked if he could just make something he knew I liked. I didn't care what. When I got to my parents' house, I found my brother, who's 23, and his girlfriend, Nadia, who's 22, had decided to cook for us instead. Okay, fine. And they've decided to cook dishes Nadia chose instead of my favorites. All right, a bit annoying, but whatever. But then we sat down to eat and I actually tried the food. Every single dish was so incredibly spicy. My mouth was on fire and the only thing that I could stand to eat was the rice. Well, Nadia notices I'm basically not touching my food and asks me if everything's all right. And I have to admit that it's just far too spicy for me. She looks embarrassed. So then my brother goes off on me, telling me I'm being incredibly rude and they worked so hard on the meal. I gently reminded him that while I appreciate it, I didn't ask them to cook for me, and I certainly didn't ask them to make food he knew I wouldn't like. So then my mom starts off on me for fighting at the table, and my dad is scolding me for not appreciating a good meal. Nadia looks like she's about to cry, so I tried to make a joke that it looks amazing, I'm just too white for all this spice. Well, it didn't work, because my brother calls me a racist and starts shouting at me. At that point, I figured dinner's ruined, and I wasn't going to eat anyway, so I excused myself and went to the bar. (laughs) My brother isn't speaking to me, and my parents have both asked that I apologize to him and Nadia, but I think my brother owes me an apology for calling me a racist over spicy food. Am I the asshole? So you and I have had this conversation before about people deciding what to do for other people. On their days. On their special day. Mm -hmm. And then being angry when that person doesn't love it as much as the person who's doing it. Yup. So, no, you're not the asshole. Absolutely not the asshole. I, I think he's pushing the comment a little bit about the spice of making it racist. Oh, I I didn't think that was racist. Yeah, that, that was... That was not neither here nor there. You know what I mean? No, I think they were all just emotional. But and I don't think he owes his... I think they all owe him an apology. Yeah, for fucking with his birthday. Right. And he's right. He didn't ask them to I would. I would have been upset. You know I wouldn't have eaten it. I'm picky about some... St- I can't have spice. Right. You know what I mean? And that's not what I asked for. Right. 
I know it's I don't know why people try to make these decisions so like here's another one right where somebody's trying to make the decision it says my fiance and I are together for six and a half years we know each other for 13 years and he recently proposed four months ago I'm the happiest person alive and started planning after a few weeks of being engaged with his input we decided to get married legally with four people only us and the best man maid of honor in the courthouse and then go eat and have a beautiful honeymoon without them Exactly a year later, there will be a church wedding, since he is Catholic, where about 75 people are invited. Now to the problems and what I, we, are called assholes for. Not inviting my grandparents to the courthouse wedding because my grandfather does not want to go to a church wedding. The food we choose for the church wedding. We decided on food trucks with mainly burgers, also with veggie options, a lot of fried stuff, and cupcakes for dessert. We chose that because we both love burgers and can get a catering from the best burger restaurateur we know. And for drinks, we decided for an alcohol-free wedding, range of non-alcoholic cocktails, fruit punches, and soft drinks and coffee. I got into a heated discussion with a close friend of mine that called me a stuck-up asshole for wanting to serve only fatty foods as people who were on a diet or disliked burgers couldn't eat them and for not wanting to change the decision. Also, she called me weird and a bridezilla for not wanting alcohol at the wedding. My fiance and I simply don't drink alcohol and don't want to pay for it as it is quite expensive because alcohol seems to be expected at a wedding. Am I the asshole in both or one of these cases? And then she goes on to clarify her grandfather just doesn't want a Catholic wedding at the church. He just doesn't want to go to church. That's his only reasoning. And also said that there would be a salad bar food truck kind of thing and the cupcakes would come with a variety of fresh fruit. Do you think she's an asshole? No. Me? Either. Mm-mm. How do you feel about people demanding that there be alcohol at weddings? It's not your wedding. I know. You don't have to come. I would talk shit, though, if I got invited to a dry one. You were invited to it. I have been invited to it. Did you talk shit about it? Yeah. We're about to right now, I guess. (laughs) We can. (laughs) I do, but, but... Well, see, weddings... I don't know that I would have drank at this wedding. Right, that's fair, too. But... Um, weddings are tough. I do like the option of being able to drink. I just feel like if everyone has to, you know, sit through all your stuff. But, um, baby showers, bridal showers, things like that. I do not think it is a necessity to have alcohol. But, of course, I've been in situations being in the bridal party where this has been, you know, a discrepancy. Where people disagree. Some people think you should have alcohol at all these events. I disagree. So do I. But I also used to drink alcohol. I, I used to drink too, and I would I would engage in that. Yeah, why not? And, there. and but then I realized you you don't you don't need to provide alcohol. For and sometimes people. these parties and, are so and expensive. We, we were providing alcohol at your, your first birthday. You know, your, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. And you're like, but then it becomes, why? If you're providing alcohol to yeah, at a it, child's first birthday, yeah. doesn't it become something that's not at all about that child? Yeah, and it runs a lot longer and the kid ends up getting himself in trouble and going to bed on right. his birthday. Poor thing. Yeah. Mom probably ends up pissed because she's tired and now her house has turned into like a beer pong party. Because mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's what happens. Damn. We're but all, no, I think we're all people, guilty of it. And, <laughs> And again, somebody else is paying for this. We have we have no rights to tell people what they can and cannot serve. But she had a good variety. I thought so, too. Food trucks at a wedding are a great call. I mean, food trucks anywhere are a great call, right? Man. Cupcakes are great. They're so easy. You and can walk special. with them. They, <laughs> every cake. time cake is special. Ooh, sorry, guys. Cake um, is special. Cake is special. It is. Speaking of dictating what can go... I had, I don't have it in front of me, but I remember reading one of these, and I've also experienced this. 
a guy wrote in about his son's birthday party um, and said that his son wanted a chocolate cake. So for, I'm pretty sure the little boy's name is Dalton. So for Dalton's birthday, they got him a chocolate cake. Um, the party, the kids come from the class and one of the kids is allergic to chocolate. So mom makes a big stink because her kid can't eat chocolate and now he got left out of the cake eating time amongst the other children. And she was pissed and complained to him um, you know, but then also followed up and called the principal and put in a complaint. Let me hear it, girl. <laughs> the eyes are closed, the jaws tight. Legs are swinging. <laughs> First of all, speak on it. Uh, I raised two children. Mm-hmm. Okay, I always packed their food, mm-hmm. no matter where we went. I was always, really picky. Yeah, I always packed your food. My brother had to eat. Right. Non-stop. So I always did that. So I'm responsible for my children and what goes in their mouth. Okay. Absolutely. Second of all, that special chocolate cake is the birthday boy. Again, cake. it's about the birthday boy. It's what? Dalton's day. And what does the neighbor boy or neighbor boy? Cla- I think he's a classmate. Hmm. He's obviously a classmate because she she took it to the principal. So she went to the bowl and and. What does it have to do with school, by Wait, the way? Wait, and most importantly, any child with allergies, you should always be bringing your own food. I worked for a family for a very long time, you know, 10 years. All three children had severe allergies to big things, peanuts, dairy, shellfish, eggs. Um, luckily for us, I've talked before, they were very educated in their allergies. They wouldn't just take food or eat, or eat food. They were really good about it. But we always would take snacks for them everywhere but also so for the middle one she was alert she's allergic to dairy and eggs so her cakes had to be vegan and i remember um my boss at times would be like am i in the wrong for only getting a vegan cake but then having regular desserts and i don't think she is i'm like no it's her day it's what she wants she loves vegan cake. Right. The other kids are more than welcome to try it. And or if have they don't, cookies. And if they don't like it, then that's too bad. Right. Just the same way kids eat regular cake and they're like, oh, I don't like it. It's too sweet. I don't like frosting. I don't like vanilla. Whatever. So but I, I do. feel like when it comes to allergies, people make such a big deal. And I'm like, kids don't like shit all the time. It's I do no agree different. with you. And um, I think it's, you know, so great that we're narrowing down so many options. Yeah. You know, because I know that I... I spent way too much on parties, you know what I mean? Just making sure I had an option for, for everybody, everybody, you know, and I got that from my mom. You got to get hot dogs for People the kids. Pleasers, you got to yeah. do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. And you're like, oh, wait, you know, and then you went from having a small little gathering. What the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it does. It but wait, snowballs. so we're going to circle back. Okay. So she called the principal. What does that have to do with anything? This is a there private issue. Again, remember the whole stay in your fucking stay lane? Stay in your lane. But um, there are other reasons why the principal could have gotten involved. <laughs> yeah, one of the comments did say, it was like, this might be a hard to deal with parent that the principal just wants off their call list that they have to deal with all the time and that he basically said he's like we're just gonna have to stop inviting this kid which sucks because we'd like to invite the whole class we'd like right. it to be inclusive but it's true why didn't she provide a little something for her kid you know your kid has allergies that's on you that's your responsibility right we didn't we didn't invite the whole class <laughs> i don't think things. that was really a thing mm-hmm. when we were kids but right. 
the I'm gonna say the past couple of years, and I mean that in like ten or so, I feel like it's become a thing. Where yeah, it's a lot. You're supposed to include it, but some of these classes are really big. Not mm-hmm. everybody can pay for a party for 28 kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's awkward. You got to talk to other parents. Real quick though, swinging back to the allergies, I do. I know a lot of schools have gone nut free, and that can be really difficult for children who like peanut butter because you can't send it with your kids. I, a lot of people don't know that there is an alternative. Now, if you have like a real peanut butter lover, they might not think that it's comparable the way that I do. My mom does not think this tastes like peanut butter. No, but it it <laughs> can work. Yeah, so it's called Wow Butter, W-O-W. It is nut-free, dairy-free, gluten-free. It is completely safe for school, and it even comes on the inside of the label with little stickers so that you can put the sticker on your child's lunch so that when, you know, the aide or the teacher sees peanut butter, they know that it is a nut-free Right. Peanut butter, it's safe for all the children. And yeah. it's just an alternative because lunches can be really difficult. You know what? And people can be really difficult because I I know of stories and you have friends with and their children have allergies where people are downright angry. Yeah. I can't even send my coat to school with a peanut butter sandwich. No, you can't because you're going to kill that child. Right. I would, right. If I got a note said, hey... Please don't send Paul to school with peanut butter or the kid, you know, three rows over is going to die. I would never. I also feel like you would just explain that to him, though. And my brother would be like, okay, I'd rather not kill another kid. I don't think. No peanut butter at school then. You can have it when (laughs) you come home. How hard is it to say to your child, I'm sorry, you can't have that. That's going to make your friend so very sick. Yeah. And it's dangerous. Yeah. That's the reality of it. And you know what? And it should be more talked about. And you should, you know what I mean? The children should explain it just that way. While we're talking about allergies and Halloween's coming up, I also want to remind everybody of the Teal Pumpkin Project, which is the allergy pumpkin. So for a lot of kids who have peanut allergies, once a candy with peanuts or peanut butter touches any of their candy, so if you throw a Reese cup in their bag, you have now contaminated their entire bag, they cannot have it. I have friends who bring their... their (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have friends who bring their children home and none of that candy is, you know, edible for that child. So the allergy pumpkin, you put a teal pumpkin out, there's teal stickers, you can download them, have your kid color it, put it in your window. And it is getting little gifts like pencils, little dollar store trinkets, Play-Dos. little Play-Dos, um, stickers, you know, stuff like that, that a child with allergies could safely have. Yep. We've been doing this for years. We do. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure my friend Colleen is where I heard about it from. Her kids have pretty bad allergies, so she's very educated in it. And then having my Is own. she the one with the peanut butter story where her mom had a problem? I'm not sure. I'm not remembering. Mm. Yeah, I'm not remembering. But it comes at you quick. I know with my kids, the little ones, um, she's allergic to dairy so just one time they were in the back seat and her younger brother was eating potato chips like i had mixed together potato chips regular and then sour cream and cheddar and i went and picked her up from preschool and i guess she asked him to share and he gave her the bag and her looking at the bag she only saw regular potato chips it's sour cream but and the cheddar. cheddar dust was enough to trigger send, her. Yeah, to trigger her exactly and she was like miss tawny my my tongue itches and i looked in the rearview mirror and she's all red and she's like itchy i'm like no but we had just pulled into the development and luckily with my kids no anaphylaxis but yeah she the benadryl did the trick i feel like i've already told that story but still it's important to know because i don't, I don't know if you have but i would have never thought that but right. ever since that happened to me i'm like i don't even i wouldn't have even mixed their stuff 
But yeah. it's, it sucks because there have been times, not me, but there have been times when the kids have come home from school and they were like, oh, you gave me so-and-so's sandwich. So, like, if you give her one of the boys' sandwiches, she can't eat. Right. Because there's usually some but kind of dairy But they are it. so educated about their allergies. Absolutely. And I think all children need to be, I mean, if you have an allergy, you need to be educated. You need to know about it. You need you to know. know what you can But they eat. have shirts now, please don't feed me. Bracelets. Bracelets. They have cute, yeah, because cute we bought those bracelets. for Olivia. Yeah, she where has they the have allergies. these little click-ons where you mm-hmm. can put, and it's like a little picture of the things that mm-hmm. your child is allergic to. I mean, they have them for kids with severe asthma and stuff too. There's a lot of ways. Food allergies are huge though, and people don't understand that, you know, peanuts are airborne. That peanut allergy is literally, it, it is an oil, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and a child walking into a room, and I always had to be so careful because I eat peanut butter every day. I never <laughs> knew if Olivia, if Jen was going to bring Olivia over and I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. So that's so frightening. It's really scary. And I remember I got into a conversation on Facebook once a long time ago because people were, they were, they were upset. They're like, my kid can't have peanut butter. My kid, he doesn't eat anything else. What am I going to do? Because it's a not free school. And I'm like, you're annoyed because now you have this inconvenience. But imagine how that parent feels knowing that at any moment their child could ingest something that could kill them. Right. And there's an EpiPen in his pocket. Right. And it just happens so fast. Especially with small children, because imagine how easily that could go unnoticed if you're in a lunchroom, you know, two adults to 20 kids, things fucking happen. Yeah. It is. It's a very, very scary thing. So consider the the teal allergy pumpkin for sure. And if you have a peanut butter, peanut butter lover, and you're struggling with what to pack on their lunch, try the well butter. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work, then... You can get it online. You can get it I think you have to get it on Amazon. The, The one kick is i don't know that you can just get a jar i think sometimes well no because my i think ellie doesn't look like ellie bought it in bulk unless it's hiding but um so i don't know but it is available on amazon and then if you end up not liking it as peanut butter on a sandwich there's um the vegan peanut butter chocolate bars are so delicious and you can use the whale butter okay and it's a no-bake recipe you can look those up too and then you have a nice little vegan chocolate peanut butter treat i know these recipes (sighs) my gosh Okay, so what's next? Let's see who else. Oh, this is a good one. Let's see who else is an asshole or not. Are you about to explode? Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most ladylike you've burped on the podcast so far. I was trying so hard not to let it out. But I'm drinking this soda. Are you ready for this? I'm not. I'm not. I said, look at your face and your dad's head. Buckle up. All right, do it. Would I be the asshole? So this is a hypothetical it hasn't happened yet would i be the asshole for letting my half sister stay with me and my family okay it gets juicy short backstory my mom ended things with my dad following an affair he had with this co-worker that resulted in my half sister hannah now 13 they never got married but he was involved with both her life and mine and my full siblings lives until we got old enough to find out why our parents marriage ended since then me 21 female and my brother who's 24 and my sister who's 18 have avoided him except when legally obligated to visit and since we are all adults now it's been a while since any of us have really talked to him my full siblings never got close to hannah they avoided her really but i did and she adores my daughter ellery none of us are close with hannah's mom but i'm friendly-ish with her my mom and kate both avoid her and hannah because they blame them for what happened my mom insists that she never wants to meet hannah ever because even though she knows it's not hannah's fault she can't look at the result of her marriage of 20 years falling apart 
That's the important part. Here's the main issue. Hannah's mom was recently diagnosed with a medical, medical condition and won't be able to care for Hannah while in treatment. Our dad lives out of state now and isn't in a good position to care for a teenager anyway. She has no other relatives, so she asked me if I'd be willing to take care of Hannah short term until she can find something stable. I assured her that I'd be happy to have Hannah stay with us, me, my boyfriend, and my daughter, as long as she needs and her condition is not terminal. That, that wasn't a condition. She's just letting us know. Her condition, she's not saying, like, as long as you're not going to die, I can take your kids. She's just letting us know it's not thank, terminal. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> Here's where I may be the asshole. I agreed to take Hannah before talking to anyone else in my family, other than my boyfriend, who was also on board. My mom says that she's not okay with this because she won't be able to see me and her granddaughter as often because of Hannah. I told her that Hannah is a kid and she's done nothing to deserve this treatment. I still think I'm doing the right thing by taking her in. My mom doesn't live with us anyway, but Kate is upset too. I thought I should get an outside opinion. She's not an asshole. Hell no, she's not an asshole. She's not an asshole. Her mom's being a little bit of an asshole. Her mom's being an asshole. Anybody who, I mean, she's a child. She's 13. And I'm sorry that you lost your marriage. That I'm sucks. so sorry. She is That's the his fault, though. She is the result of that. She did not cause it. No. You know what I mean? And you're missing out because you don't get to know Hannah. You don't get to know Hannah. And now you're not going to get to see your granddaughter because I'm hoping... She didn't put her own name in here, but I'm hoping that she sticks to her guns. Like, I'm hoping that Hannah does well. I hope so, too. I hope all of them do You're well. You're not the asshole, girl. No. <laughs> no way. I don't think she's the asshole either. I don't... That's upsetting. It is upsetting. I don't <laughs> like when people hold things against the kids. I can understand your emotions being so out of whack and it being difficult to deal with a situation, but... You know what it is? It's the audacity. I mean, I'd say to my mom, are, are you are you kidding me? The things that she are would be mad about. Are you seriously telling me that I shouldn't take this child in when she has nowhere to go? Right. Because you, when you look at her, your you ego. think back. You know, you think back. Let it go. Yeah. I mean, it's at least been 13 years. You, yeah, at least. Yeah. He's gone. And if you wanted... I don't... Did it say if the parents were... The parents are not back together, no, because he's not no, even you around. Said, you said he was gone. Yeah, he's not even around. So it's like if you wanted the marriage to... Like, you could have figured it out, but you didn't try to figure it out. You didn't try to forgive him, so let it the fuck go. Get over it. It has nothing to do with this kid. Definitely not the asshole. And I think you should take the kid in, because I think... I can tell you that... It sounds like she needs a, If I would have been in... A backup if, environment. If I would have been in a situation where my husband stepped out and then had a child and... They didn't even stay together. I That child would have definitely been in my life. Oh, absolutely. I would have had that child overnight. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. They would have slowly just faded out. Yeah. <laughs> just left the kid. That's your sister. <laughs> no, I know. I think it's important. It is important for the siblings, you know, to stay together if they can. Yeah. Especially when they already have a relationship. You know, it's already in existence. But that's that's tough. Anybody else going through some juicy shit Everyone's that, that you want to judge? Shit. Let me tell you about this guy, okay? Am I the asshole for not wanting to be called dad? I'm not here to make excuses about my behavior or about the situation. I truly need an opinion on my actions. However, I'd ask you to hear me out first. I started dating a woman who I'll call Nadia. Ooh, another Nadia. Nadia. Not her name. Oh. For the remainder of the story, we have been together for eight months. We are the same age... 
32 and she has a son who is eight. She's an extremely gentle and honest person. I love being with her. Her son is smart, happy, curious, awesome kid. I sincerely love spending time with both of them and help out on anything I can, including his homework. Not that he needs any help there. What a nice guy. I mean, just the way he talks about him. He seems sweet, right? Through these months, he got very attached to me, and that's good. I love that he decided I'm someone who he trusts and can open up to. The problem is this past weekend, he started to call me dad. I've been dating his mother for eight months, and while I do see a future for the three of us, I'm not his father, and I never will be. His biological father is very present in his life, and I've met him many times. He is a good man, and I don't feel like it is right that I share this title with him. Don't misunderstand me. I have no intention of being indifferent with the kid. On the contrary, I want to have the best possible relationship with him. He is the son of the woman I like, and he is a brilliant kid. But even if eventually Nadia and I get married, I'll be his stepfather, not his dad. I decided to talk to Nadia and explain the situation and my feelings. She was not very receptive, getting extremely troubled, claiming I was dismissing her child's emotions. Look, this was never my intention. I just don't want to take away his bio father's place. It wouldn't be fair to the both of them. To be honest, I don't even know how to express myself or the feelings here. I care a lot about them, but that doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have my own opinions or emotions. I'm sorry. Am I the asshole? I don't think he's the asshole. I don't think he's the asshole either. I don't. First of all, I mean, eight months is not that long of a time. No, that's pretty short. Okay. Um, and 32, eight months. Okay. But as a mom, I'm, I'm, I think I would have shut that down. I wouldn't have encouraged that. Yeah. And I would have just explained it, you know, and, and if this child's as brilliant as you're at eight years old, you comprehend. Yeah. I think that you, would you be an option too. ask yeah. the child, like what made you call him yeah. dad? Yeah. Like what, you yeah, have what, a dad. Like yeah, what are you doing? Right. What That's were you silly. feeling? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah like, and explain like, yeah. I'm flattered. Makes me yeah. feel great. However, that's not my role. I think, but maybe, I'll always be here for you, and I love you. Yeah, I think maybe if they'd been together longer, and maybe in the future, there if it continues or he starts to feel differently about it, I think the right thing to do would be to have a conversation with the child's father. You know, I was just thinking and be that. like, "This is what's happening. This is what's going on with the kid." And I, you know, I'm not encouraging this. I don't want this. But if this is what the child feels comfortable with, where are you? How do you feel? You know, because sometimes I'm not going to imply that it's not a big deal, you know, to call someone else mom or dad, but sometimes it's just I mean, a thing. Can, can we talk about this guy with his compassion? I know. And, he seems really and, sweet. And empathy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thinking about the child's father and all the nice things he says. Yeah. Hello, Mr. 32-year-old. <laughs> he seems very self-aware and yeah. emotionally evolved. So they're out there. Mm -hmm. But good for him. I really hope it works out for him and not Nadia. And for the little guy. I forget. I was going to say something about that. I forget. But that's a, that's a toughie. Oh, I was going to say, like, I have plenty of friends... And like friends who have called you mom, and I have friends' parents who I refer to as like mom or dad. A lot you know? of your friends, yeah, and Paul's friends call me mom. Yeah, and it's just sometimes like it's a thing, and it's never if I call someone else, if I call June mom, like it's never a disrespect to you or lowering your title. Yeah, I wouldn't be you know, one it's bit. just a form of you know adoration that we show. Right. To other people that we love, the same way you say but uncle and in, aunt. But in this situation, though, I can understand why this guy's like, Oh, absolutely. No. Mm -hmm. Why it feels uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And eight months is, eight months is eight months. 
Anything could happen in eight months. Anything could happen? Yeah. I don't know. What you got for me? Um, I don't know. Should we do... Well, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I did save one to end on. I'm lying. I'm lying. This is perfect for you, my friend. Don't even look at the screen. Because I want you to be surprised. (laughs) Oh, man, where is it? Where is it? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. This just shows you how prepared I am, right? Okay, here it is, right? Yeah, more than me, girl. So I'm, <laughs> yay. Here we go. Am I the asshole for threatening to report a coworker who crop dusts every time he walks by my cubicle to HR? <laughs> Have been at my programming job for over a year now. All was well until a certain guy, Tim, got hired. Tim is a few cubicles down from me, is seemingly a nice guy, but I started to notice that every time he walks by my cubicle, there'd be this wretched, rotting smell following him that would linger in my cubicle for like five minutes. He passes by pretty often, too. Eventually, I started to talk with other coworkers next to me to ask them if they noticed this as well. They seemed embarrassed for him, but hushedly admitted, yes, they've been smelling Tim's trails. It's not just sometimes with Tim, it was consistent. After about two weeks of this, I had enough, and when he walked by, I confronted him. Tim, you know everyone can smell you when you walk by, right? And he instantly got white-faced, said he didn't... Of course, it's a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) Said he didn't know what I was talking about. I said, everyone in the office has been noticing a smell from him when he strolls through, and that he needs to either fix this, or that will report him to HR. Suddenly, coworkers started going, whoa, as if I'm the bad guy, and lying to him that there's no problem, and that they don't know what I'm talking about when we literally discussed Tim's crop dusting multiple times before I was the one who confronted him. Now people are treating me like I'm a pariah. Am I the asshole for what I said to Tim? I am still thinking of going to HR, not only just over this, but over my coworker's behavior towards me. Mm. So, no, I don't think she's the asshole. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a fellow farter... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm trying to talk. Go on. As a fellow farter, who also, as I walk sometimes, Tim needs to learn his timing. Maybe that is Tim's timing. No, Tim needs to learn his timing and not Uh be rude. Right. Okay? You have gas issues, but it's not fair to dump that in other people's faces. Can I just make the point, though, that he never, he did say crop dusting, but he never actually specified that he's farting. So does Tim just fucking smell, or or is he farting, which is what I assume? Uh, Well, I would assume a crop dusting would be a fart, but Tim could just have stinking pits. So let's assume assume that's the case. What if you just have a smelly coworker? What do you do? It has to be addressed by um, management. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so awkward. Have you ever had to talk? to uh, an employee about their uh, hygiene? Yes. Yikes. That has to be awkward as fuck. It's very awkward. And was was it brought to you by other people? No, I smelt that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did. They smelt it. I smelt it. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, all of you guys smell it and I don't. That's a good point. No, 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 no. Just gaslight them and be like, I don't smell anything. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Oh, man. And, God, am I going to say it? Am I going to say it? Am I going to say it? I had an employee that used Febreze as his body spray (laughs) every day. (laughs) And you know that Febreze, Febreze has some good smells, but depending on how much is sprayed, you know, and how 
the direction of that spray, if Febreze happens to get into your mouth, uh-huh. it for me, because it's happened so often, <laughs> you know, because I would put that Febreze thing in the bathroom, you know, or on a shelf, right, and, yeah, right in my mouth. You know, it feels like it's awful. It, mm-hmm. You get like this powder coating. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not deodorant. Febreze is not deodorant. It's not if you deodorant. take nothing else away from this episode, it's not deodorant. <laughs> Leave it's, with that. Yeah. But those are the tough conversations talking to people about that. That has smells. to be really tough. And mm-hmm. then when you have kids, like your teenagers, when you have to start talking to your teenagers about how smelly they are, boys. Boys smell so bad. And it's not their fault. There's there's a distinct smell. Like there's a smelly boy smell because all my boys have it, like a sweat smell you know what i'm talking about i do i have a son <laughs> I know. but how do they all have this like same sweaty boy smell maybe it's their like the perfect combo of like maybe dirt it's their hormones mud. maybe but i do i want to i know i'm not going to say do you remember because I'm, i know that you remember but your brother had the smelliest feet oh my god the socks but it took us years years to realize that it was when he was under stress that all of that would release out of his feet isn't that it was so disgusting and then we learned that white socks were like the best thing for him because the dyes interact yeah the dyes yeah he was was wearing yeah he was and they make the smells worse Mm -hmm. and that yeah it was disgusting like you couldn't even you had he had to leave his socks outside smells are tough i would put his shoes outside they had to be Smells are tough, and those yeah. are really tough conversations. Yeah. I'm telling you, if we need to be kept humble a little bit, just go read the Am I the Asshole and Reddit. I love it. <laughs> it I is fun. It. it was fun. I do like hearing other people's... It's interesting to hear where people are coming from. You know, some people think that they are a monster, and they have done something completely regular, like order cake, you know? And then other people are like, oh, no big deal. And they left their pregnant girlfriend on the side of the road <laughs> to go get McDonald's, you know? Right, like, <laughs> right. Yeah, fellow cake lovers. So like, there no, was a girl all here. All cakes are special. Keep that in mind. There was All cakes are special. That is that is another important takeaway from this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reading one earlier, and it was like, am I the asshole for not wanting to talk to my dad? And later in it, she explains that he basically drugged her one time. Then no. Like, huh, no, you should call the cops. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's so interesting to see people's scope. And she's questioning it. Questioning herself. She's not sure if she's doing the right thing or not that by having a boundary with someone who drugged her. That means there's other people in her ears are letting her know that, no, she doesn't that need a boundary. she's being dramatic. You do need a boundary. You do. You're not the asshole. You're not being dramatic. You're not the asshole. But some of y'all are assholes. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm an asshole. We all have our moments. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that, actually. I I like that. We'll have to bring the Am I the Assholes back, because that was a good time. Oh, yeah. Especially when I have nothing in my head. Nothing in your brain. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Keep Oversharing. Keep up with the episodes and other stuff we have going on. Please rate us and leave a five-star review. Tell us how wonderful you are. If you're going to leave anything less than five stars, you might as well not even bother. I don't know why you're here. Like she said. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.